0: Welcome
1: to Data I'm Susan Wong. And I'm Jesse Czeczewski-K. Susan and I are two statisticians, and we want to bring statistics closer to you. We will touch on topics in big data, data science, machine learning, artificial intelligence, and the list may grow. In this episode, we talk about how a machine learning novice uses machine learning to keep his cat's prey outside. Let's get started. Susan, you have a pet cat. Is it ever allowed outside? And and if so, do you have a little cat door so it can go in and out as it pleases? Well, good memory, first of all. I do have a pet cat. His name is Cookie, and he's
0: nine years old. No, he's never allowed outside. (laughs) It's a big bad world out there, and there's all sorts of things, like fleas, so he's mainly an indoor cat.
1: Got it. Well, it turns out machine learning is making its way into improving the behavior of our pets um, even for people who do not know how to code, um, nor details, nor know specific details about machine learning algorithms.
0: Do tell. I'm just fascinated by the opening
1: intro here. How
0: does machine learning intersect with pets?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, so we start by talking about this, uh, this thing called Ignite Seattle, which is an event that happens several times a year where people can present interesting ideas in five minutes. So kind of like speed dating,
0: but for sharing
1: cool ideas. Yes. Yes, exactly. And in June's event, Ben Ham, who is a product manager at Amazon, discussed his invention. So you can actually watch his very entertaining five-minute presentation through the IgniteSeattle.com website, which links to, uh, to past presentations, and those are posted on YouTube. So what's the basic idea of his invention? Well, Ham has a cat named Metric who apparently likes to hunt. So Metric is allowed outside. <laughs> he, uh, so, um, Ben Ham explains that Metric brings in prey, sometimes dead, sometimes injured about every 10 nights and has a preferred time of 3 a.m. And Metric ended up being the reason he learned to code because he needed to figure out a way to stop Metric from bringing the prey into his house. I'm gonna stop you right there. There's a lot to unpack
0: in that very short paragraph. <laughs> First of all, I love the fact that Ham named his cat Metric, and literally measures or records all these stats about his cat. He must be a data science at heart, data scientist at heart, right? Because how could he know that this cat likes to wander in at
1: 3 a.m.? I'd be asleep. Yeah, he must be a pretty data-oriented product manager or maybe depending on where the cat distributes its prey perhaps it wakes him up
0: <laughs> oh yeah i probably wouldn't want a dead chipmunk on my face oh my gosh
1: even worse though just be an injured one maybe oh know. yeah
0: then it's running around the room
1: yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Okay, so I'm guessing we should explain why he didn't just fix the problem the easy way, for example, not letting
1: Metric out at night or just not let him back in. Uh, Yes, yes. So Ham addressed this in his presentation, and he explained he is just too protective of Metric to leave him out all night. And Metric is, is good, apparently, about going outside for the bathroom rather than using a litter box. So Ham doesn't want Metric to stop this good behavior. So you know who would want to clean a litter box when you actually don't have to?
0: Yeah, I have to clean a litter box. Well, actually, my husband cleans the litter box most of the time. but Oh, that's great. <laughs> I can see what's nice about not having to. Yeah. Um, OK, so Ham designed some contraption to stop the cat from bringing in animals.
1: Exactly. Yeah, he wanted to restrict restrict the entry of metric through a cat door or cat flap, when he had some sort of prey in its mouth mouth like a you know a mouse or a, a bird. So how does it work? So Ham Ham ends up using a combination of an I might be pronouncing this wrong but Arduino electric kit. Um, also an Amazon deep lens camera and Amazon's online machine learning service called SageMaker, um, the Arduino kit is going to allow him to lock or unlock the cat door. The Amazon deep lens camera will be how he monitors the happenings of metric and SageMaker will build his classification model. This sounds like a
0: fantastic way for a product manager to showcase his company's products. The Amazon Deep Lens camera is integrated very nicely with the Amazon's uh, very own AWS cloud. And of course, also with uh, Amazon SageMaker, it can allow the use of machine learning applications.
1: Yes. Yeah. So Ham installed the Deep Lens camera above his cat door and then started collecting images so he could train his machine learning model. He ended up hand labeling over 23,000 images as no cat, cat not on approach, so maybe Metric was just walking away from the camera, Um, then also cat on approach, and cat on approach with prey. Wow,
0: 23,000 images is quite a lot. I decided to organize some photos electronically a few weeks back, and I'm pretty sure I got tired after a thousand of them. And that's not with classifying them. It's really just about deciding to delete or not delete.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. twenty-three. I mean, he was motivated, though. He really needed to get this prey issue taken care of, so. so I think Ham thought the reward was well worth the effort. Now that he has all the labeled images, he fed them into SageMaker to build his classification model. And then in his presentation, he didn't actually elaborate on the type of class- classification model, but from the image he displayed, it looked like some sort of convolutional neural network. Um, his model had three stages. In the first stage, he has it classify the image as cat or no cat. In stage two, if there is a cat, it classifies um, the cat classifies the image as cat coming or going. And then finally in stage three, if the cat is coming, it classifies the image as cat with or without prey. Oh, and uh, at one point in the presentation, he describes himself as a tech bro version of a crazy cat lady.
0: (laughs) Well, he seems to have earned the title. He's put in quite a lot
1: of effort for his cat. (laughs) Yes, for sure. So, So in stage three, if Metric does have some sort of prey, Ham said uh, three things happen. First, the cat door locks so Metric cannot enter. Then a picture is texted to Ham. And finally, he said that he donates money to the Audubon Society, which is a society that protects birds. And I'm actually, I'm not sure if he actually does that or if it was a joke. So, but he did note that in his presentation.
0: Well, I I guess that maybe the the, the most common victims of they, metric skills are, are birds, then. Is yes, that yeah. sounds like.
1: That, that would be a takeaway, I, I believe, yes.
0: Well, it does sound like
1: a pretty nice invention. So, were there any details about how it performed? Um, yes, yeah, he did provide some of those. So, after testing his invention for five weeks, he said Metric was able to enter through the cat door 180 times without prey and was incorrectly locked out only once. And then there were six times when Metric tried to bring in prey and was blocked five times. So he only brought in prey once during the five-week period. And yeah, you know, that, that seems pretty good to me.
0: Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, it's quite impressive that he did all of this without prior experience with coding or machine learning.
1: Yeah, I know. It, it's, it's quite great. You know, what
0: I'm also curious about, and maybe I should just dig a little bit further to find out, is what the 23,000 or so pictures look like. So what was the distribution of the classes in his training set because it sounds like metric is maybe overall pretty good about not bringing prey home. So I would just imagine that maybe a pretty small portion of these pictures in the training set were cat with prey pictures. Um, I guess this matters because it would help us understand how difficult this classification problem is. Just how, how rare is this thing that they're trying to um, be able to classify and detect.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like perhaps um, he intentionally used a larger portion of cat um, with prey pictures in the 23,000 just to ensure there were enough training examples.
0: Yeah, that would certainly be one solution now another thing that comes in mind is that i've actually heard about you know how cats behave sort of in this way they like to bring you stuff and apparently it has to do with how cats socialize um in their hierarchical ranks in in i guess cat society (laughs) so they say that if your cat brings you a dead animal it's kind of a tribute so don't express disdain or throw it out in front of your cat because then the cat actually thinks that you want something better so it's going to go for something bigger or better or, or just i guess potentially more nasty for the pet owner mm-hmm. so i wonder if metric feels this way when the door is shut in his face in which case he might just go hunt harder for prey that didn't appear in the training set
1: yeah that would be you know pretty hilarious and, and sad for the other prey or maybe he even just um leaves the prey outside the door and then the um Benham could just go out and look at it and pretend like he's pleased, you know, to, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but
0: Oh, the things that cat owners have to do to please their cats. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. But yeah, so for our listeners who, you know, who are out there in a similar boat, you know, you too can learn to code and use machine learning. And if you do, please send us an email and, would, uh, you know, we'd love to hear about your successes or, or even struggles or anything data science related.
0: Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Databytes. If you have any questions or suggestions or comments for us, please email us at databytes.podcast at gmail.com. That's Databytes with a Y.
1: And if you want to see the numerous articles that served as reference material for today's show, please visit our website at databytespodcast.github.io. Till next time.